0: Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan O'Go. Bishop Edwin O'Go is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world.
1: Talk mm-hmm. Save me, I want to build the word yeah, I want to serve the Lord, I want to be on a mission, that is my reasonable service, yeah, I don't want to be good for nothing, I am the sort of the air. Streets all alone. Tell that hungry child who doesn't have a home. Tell those lonely people dying, lost and in despair. They don't even know that I care. Tell them, even though don't believe you please tell them even though they don't receive you just tell them for me please tell them for me tell them that I love them and I came to let To tell them on the streets and on the byways, compel them, even in on the highways, tell them you can mend the brokenhearted, restore the one who are parted, and I came to let them go.
0: I came to
1: let them know And I came to let them Just tell them Oh, Christian sister Just tell them Oh, just tell them, tell them Tell them for me, please tell them for me, tell them that I love them, and I came to let them know, just tell them, even if they don't receive you, just tell them. Tell them for me. Please tell them for me. Tell them that I love them and I care.
2: clap our hands for everything what a beautiful church yes joy I love your church everything about your church is nice everything about your church is nice because you are a nice girl clap your hands for this beautiful church Archbishop, we say a happy birthday to you may you live long may you be a blessing to many more souls many more lives many more generations the lord continue to use you and i wanted to say a big god bless you to reverend aaron It's worth knowing and worth having in your life. Such pastors are becoming endangered species. And I really appreciate you very much. If it is possible, let's bow our heads. I some of you are feeling sleepy. And as, as you are bowing your head, I'm hoping that you are not just starting the sleeping on the side. This is for prayer. We are bowing our heads for prayer. So please, let's bow our heads. Father, visit us again you've been with us this evening as your servant ministered we pray that you will be with us again as you were with him be with us in this next session we are having in jesus name we pray amen Amen. ask your neighbor are you alive let's clap our hands again for this beautiful church the film stars the dancing stars and the most powerful of them the clapping stars May be seated. I
0: want to welcome you
2: to the Art of Evangelism Conference, and I want to take off from where I left off. This morning, I was privileged to share in a session this morning, and I want to continue from there. This conference is about evangelism and. Evangelism is not and I'm just repeating myself it's not a religious program to fill pews in the church. I'll take it again. Evangelism it's not a religious program to fail pews in the church. God is almighty. He can fail the pews. Have you never heard of anyone who came to church saying he saw a signboard? Hello? Oh, then, then, then you've not been around for a long time. He was passing by and he saw the building and something spoke to him to come inside. And when he came with his wife and two children with big heads, the voice said, this is the place. Actually, if you care to know, evangelism has not failed the church. Church, church doesn't grow through evangelism. Church, a church, does not grow through evangelism. Is it not this church I shared with you a study that was conducted somewhere in North America 40,000 people were pulled and the question was how did you by what means did you join the church or how did you join the church and there were many options 40,000 Forty thousand. One percent came to the church through evangelism. Crusade. Yes. I don't know if I, I can. I can I have my phone. Let me. I'm preaching, so I'm, 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 I'm relaxed. It, it, you are the one who is under pressure. <laughs> yes. the, 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 listen to this. You need to think properly. And not to have a mind that there's a gimmick to use you to build a church. The Institute for American Church Growth conducted a poll among 14,000 people from a variety of churches and denominations, asking them the question who or what was responsible for your coming to Christ and the church? The results a special need brought me to Christ. One to two percent. Walk-ins. I just walked in. Two to three percent. The pastor brought me five to six percent. The pastor's ministry. Home visitations done by the church, 1 to 2%. Sunday school teaching, after church teachings and so on, 4 to 5%. So you have 1 to 2%, 2 to 3, 5 to 6. Evangelistic, we say, sorry, I gave you wrong information. I was wrong. Please, I'm correcting it. Evangelistic crusade, 0.5%. That is, a a sea of people were in church, 14,000. And they were asked, How did you join this branch? What what brought you here? A church program, like a convention, outreach, bazaar, waza. 2 to 3 percent. And a friend or a relative brought me to the church. 75 to 90 percent. Evangelism is not a religious program to fail peace. It is God's divine design to deliver into your life his will and his purpose and his blessings. He Desires that his will. The disciples came to him to teach them to pray. And his response was that when you pray, say these things a pattern. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will, thy will, thy will be done. It is very, very important to God that his will is done in your life. You are not needed to fill a church. But can't you see that without your evangelism, the church is full? There is a bigger power at work. How many have you brought to the church? Can you stand up and look at the sea of people in the church? Can you stand up? How many of these did you bring to church? Apart from that girl at the back? (laughs) Yes. Yes. See how your hand is shaking? (laughs) Sit down. You are not needed to fill a church. Your outreach, your soul winning, your effort at getting people saved is not one of the interventions to grow a church. If we want to grow a church, there are things we do. You are the one suffering under the weight and the affliction of duality. You are the one being harassed by an inability to make your mind up. Whether you are for the Lord, Joshua said. Choose. As I sat down, I realized that anyone who stood... I, I just I don't know one of these things which happened to us. Anyone who stood on the stage here was on stable ground. Anyone who stood here was okay, was stable. This is, Was stable. Anyone who came to stand here stood at risk of slipping or falling down. But if you stood here, you were safe. Evangelism places you on the stage. Being in the church and not being concerned about evangelism puts you on the precipice. makes your life unstable. You know, that guy who made it to outer darkness was lucky. I'm even surprised he made it to outer darkness. (laughs) Listen to me very carefully. Now, I am not preaching to everybody here. There's only a constituency here that is of interest to me. That is those who have an interest in God and want to know him and want to make it to heaven. The rest of you who accidentally entered the church are not of interest to me because your problem is bigger than this conference. For the purpose of this, maybe I can engage you on that Sunday or another week. But for the purpose of this conference, I don't have any interest in it. The constituency of interest to me are the God lovers who have been drawn to God, who want to know God. I told you this morning that not everybody here came in the right way. Hello? I told you that not everybody here, maybe for the purpose of the many of you who couldn't make it because of lectures and uh, work and fornication and For those who couldn't make it, and you are a lot of them because we're just a few here in the morning. I will show you that being here is not enough. How you came here is the problem. So you may want to ask your friend, how did you come here? But but listen, 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 listen. Can you not wonder can't you or are you not surprised at the boldness with which I'm saying that there are certain people here I have no interest in they are called thieves and robbers John chapter 10 let's read it verse 1 I say to you he that, watch it, watch it, watch it he that entereth not by the door Into the sheepfold. But. Climb it up some other way. Because some of you. You've been climbing windows to see girls. Climbing walls. Jumping over walls. So you have used the same strategy. To enter the house of God. Not now, The Bible describes you. Yes. Please be seated. I need to finish the meeting. My time is almost up. That is it. There are certain individuals here who did not enter by the door. They are here, but they didn't enter by the door. There is only one legal way of entering the church it's through the door. But if you climbed some other way, if you were chasing a girl and accidentally joined the church, you are in the church, but you are a thief, you've stolen an identity. It's called identity theft. <laughs> settle, down, settle down, settle down, settle down. You are, be- I've seen some of them. Eh? I don't want to go there. Hello. I'm trying to make a point that being here is not enough. We can end on this note because some of you need time to ponder over your life and take an inventory of your very existence in the so-called kingdom of God for you. Some people are here with a stolen identity. They are bearing the name Christian, but they are not. Why? Is it because they are uneducated? Is it because they are fantasies? Is it because they are blacks? Is it because they are frafras? How they came in is what makes the difference. Not boy or girl. How they came in. Verse 2. He that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Verse 3. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. Verse 5. Verse 5. Verse 6. This parables speak he unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spoke to them. Verse seven, he said, verily, verily, I am the door. Your hand clap tells me you are getting the point. I am the door. He was facing leaders who entered in the wrong way. And by extrapolation, the sheep also must enter through the door. The sheep must enter through the door. But in this very instance, his attention was not on the sheep. His attention was on the shepherds. Turn off that Chinese phone. (laughs) Let me concentrate to preach well. And it's even a YAM phone. I thought it was some Samsung LX4. Listen, listen. The quality of a phone is inversely proportional to the noise it makes when you turn it off. I said what, what did I say? The quality of a phone is inversely proportional to the noise, the amount of noise it makes when it's being turned off. When it makes a lot of noise, It means it's a very cheap phone. The higher the quality, silent. There are people when they are are turning off their phone, they must hide the phone. Or remove the battery. (laughs) Well, that was just a short break. But I am very serious. I am the door. Many of you here are in a precarious situation. Yeah. If you die now, you are going to hell. Yeah. If you die now, you are going to hell. And hell is real. It's a fire which cannot be quenched. And what is even more serious about hell is not the fire which cannot be quenched; It's the worm which doesn't die. Yes. That is the one that is disturbing. I, I, I would have wished that the worm would die. But the worm does not die. Is that a woe? Yes. The worm does not die. <laughs> I am the dog. I, I am preaching a preaching. I am the door. I am the door. Verse 8. Who is the door? Peter. The pastor. Jesus. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers. Verse 9, I am the door. Now, at this point, he shifts his attention from shepherds and leaders. Now it is any man. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. I am the door. This one is not for leaders. It's any man. And I'm sure you know when it's a man. It's woman and man, or woman's and man's. Verse 10. Verse 10. The thief cometh not for to steal. Verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. So, when you come to the sheepfold, Jesus is in two forms. There are two Jesuses, or two forms of the same Jesus. We have Jesus the door. Did you read it on the screen? I'm the door. And then we have Jesus, the Good Shepherd. You cannot be here if you have not experienced both Jesus. You cannot experience Jesus, the Good Shepherd, without experiencing Jesus the Lord. Jesus, the door, is the crucified Jesus. There are two types of Jesus in the church. He's the door and he's the shepherd. Jesus, the door, is the crucified Jesus. Jesus, the good shepherd, is the resurrected Jesus. Now, when we find you in the church appearing to enjoy Jesus the Good Shepherd, we have to ask you, have you experienced Jesus the door? Now I'm repeating myself because most of you were not here, and it's wet clearly. Seizing out the strands of the truth of tonight's message. Many of you are sitting here tonight who have not met Jesus the door. You came in by some other way. You know, a church like Lighthouse. Once we see that you are attending church regularly, regardless of the motive we will get you involved because here we don't wait for you to hear the call we will hear for you (laughs) and we will call you (laughs) we don't have time for you to take five years to hear the call no. We will hear it for you. So many of you are even shepherds, pastors, reverends, and bishops who have not entered properly identity theft. That's why I'm preaching to you tonight. Because to be here legally, legally, You should have come through Jesus the door. The crucified Jesus. You must identify with the crucified Jesus. Paul said in Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. That's my life, the life I live, my, my, my desires, the evil things that were in my life are crucified. You can be here without certain things crucified. You can be here with your girlfriend. You are blowing twice a week. I'm I'm, I'm here to ask you. Have you been crucified? Or you came through the window or the roof. And you are just enjoying Jesus. The good shepherd. A lot of you are enjoying sophisticated pastoral care, but you are not born again. The properly born again Christians are those who came to the door. You can't be here and you have not been crucified. You cannot be here. Most of you here, your pornography hasn't been crucified. Here. tonight after this convention there are nothing less than four girls here are going to have free sex before they sleep tonight but you are a member of the church two of them are airport stars will forbid me to mention names. So when hello please should I end? They are not interested. Are they interested? Oh really? That is why we are having Art of Evangelism Conference. We are not here to cajole you and caress you to go and bring souls. The place is full for crying out loud. If you bring any soul here, we will have a place. I sat in a Catholic church three weeks ago. The priest was preaching. He said, we don't go to carry souls into the church. The Catholic priest. He was preaching a fiery salvation message. I have not heard three charismatic pastors preaching that message. He said, our church is full. Saturday morning. He said, our church is full. Yes. Our church is full. No, no Barson gimmicks. Have you seen a Catholic church Boston? Catholic Church by centers. The cathedral's
3: are full!
2: The reason why we are having Art of Evangelism conference is that we want to deliver to you the very will of God that you come through the door properly. And playing the leader doesn't mean you came through the door, you can be here, haven't come through a window. What has died in you when people are coming to school with textbooks? and 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 slides and and laptops and different materials for studying you are coming to school to 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 school with different creams for masturbating and you are a shepherd with a bacenta tell the neighbor get it right before things go wrong, say get it right before things go wrong. If we are to do ultraviolet fluoroscopic examination of your breasts we will see that not it is not only your fingerprints that is on your breast there are other fingerprints now i can stop preaching at any time because once i sense that you are not interested i'll just end the message I
4: said, if we get
2: ultraviolet light with special dyes and we are looking at the fingerprints on your body, on your breast, we may find about four suspicious fingerprints. And two of them are from church leaders, bacenta leaders. Do not sit down. I, I don't think you are interested. I, I, I can't minister in this atmosphere. I am the door. I am the door. There is a door here. I said, There is a door here. I said, There is a door here. Said, a door here. And that door, there is blood on the lintel. I said there is blood on the lintel. I said there is blood on the lintel. On that door, there is blood. Why is the blood that washed you? Why is the blood that washed you? If truly there's heaven and there's hell, then many of you are not in a good condition. If truly there's heaven and there's hell, and it's not one of the jokes in a book, then some of you ought to be thinking seriously about your life. How did you come here? That is why, about four to five hundred years before Jesus made this comment, Obadiah. The prophet Obadiah prophesied. He didn't write much. Just about 21 verses. But he prophesied that upon Mount Zion. See, he was seeing a day that the church will be filled with a certain type of people. And he said, upon Mount Zion, in verse 17, shall be deliverance. and holiness. We have everything in the church except holiness. Time hasn't allowed me. When I check the time, I I don't feel I should go into details because I would even like to talk about, you see, not just the thieves who came by some other means, but the thieves here who have stolen tithes. I should stop preaching? You say I should stop preaching? What did he say? So I should keep preaching. Okay, I didn't hear that. I thought I had to stop preaching. Thieves. And we mockingly dismiss it as a joke. But you are a thief. Who cannot be allowed to spend even one minute in heaven because the streets are made of gold. And if we allow you there, there will be potholes. You will dig out the gold. And we cannot arrest you in heaven because there are no police stations. So I'm saying that your chances of entering heaven are very slim. As you are playing with God's one tenth, upon Mount Zion, there shall be holiness. Are you holy? Look at what you were doing two days ago. Are you holy? And the house of Jacob, which is the end time church, shall possess. possessions. That is the will of God. Three point agenda. Deliverance. Holiness. Possessing your possessions. Three out of the three you have failed. You are sitting in the church without any possessions. Oh, but pastor, I've built a, a house. That's not what you're talking about here. We're told here, Here we lay our treasures. Our possessions are spiritual possessions. Yes. As you sit here, you must be a father of 20 born-again souls. You must be a mother of 30 saved members of a church. Where are your possessions? You cannot even marry. You cannot even settle down to marry. Because at your age, you are not sure whether you were homosexual or you are a normal person. You are still investigating your own background. Now, Hebrews twelve twenty two says, this is Mount Zion. This is Mount Zion. So you better find yourself, find out whether you have been delivered. Have you been delivered? Having been delivered from the pornography. Some of you girls have have a strange appetite for half-casts. When you see a half-cast, you begin to ooze juices. Juices. there's nothing less than five ladies here whose whose specialty like some people their specialty is shrimps and some is pork some is is is, 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 is some uh, lasagna or some some of you here your specialty is married men Have you been delivered from that pornography? Have you been delivered? From godlessness? Have you been delivered from carnality? What is on your phone? Upon Mount Zion, deliverance means that the evil that afflicts the world does not afflict you. You have been delivered. Now, since there's no holiness in the church, let's discuss it properly. Then. So then, so, so then, so then, as I end, how do we enjoy holiness? How can we be delivered? There are some of you sitting here, your Your, your friends. Your company is really unbelievers. You move with unbelievers. Then on Sunday, you come to church. I'm, I'm, I'm quite surprised that an idiot like you can be sitting in an out of evangelism conference. I'm quite surprised because you are not a normal person. You don't think properly. Your mind is not a correct mind. Your, your choices are, are, are base. I'm quite surprised. Who brought you here? This is art of evangelism. How did you come here? What do you want here? Can you not go back and hobnob with your friends? Go back! The night clouds are open. Go back! You're wasting your time here. Go back. The boy you left is waiting for you. Go back. Upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance from the afflictions that are harassing normal young university students who don't have any strength in them to say no. But you are supposed to have met Jesus. But you seem not to have any strength to say no. You seem not to have any strength. And, and, and the question before we end here is how can we get it right? How can we get it right? Very soon, you are going to hear on this stage a testimony by a, a guy who will be a member of this stage. As he was on campus, he was doing married women. He was doing what? Married. And this will go on. It will be two years from today that that testimony will appear on the stage. And he's doing that not even with his ten fingers but he's into some occult power that you are using to lay up ma- not, not these lizards and shrimps Proper married woman. How can we get it right? How can we enjoy holiness? How many of you want to be holy for a change? Hello, hello? How many of you want to be delivered? from the demons in your family that are harassing your cousins and seem to be making incursions on your terrain. Can I see your hand? You desire to be delivered? Yes. Thank you very much. That deliverance will come to you. The deliverance from evil spirits, lustful spirits, self-destructive tendencies, appetite for worldly friends, worldly behavior, worldly dressing, worldly appearances, worldly desires, worldly music on your phone. That, that, That blessing of deliverance, that blessing of holiness, that blessing of possessing your possessions in the Lord, some of you sitting here by this time, should be carrying at least two ministry gifts, Word of knowledge, word of wisdom. There should be some of you instrumentalists who operate clean prophetic anointings. Clean. But how can you, when you are descending into the quagmire of apostatic sexual perversions? Apostatic sexual perversions. first time 40 years ago i entered a church building first time as i sat we were there worshiping and i heard a girl prophesying but the voice sounded familiar 40 years ago makatunaba 38 i should say 38 years ago not 40 i turned around i was new everything was just new to me when i looked the girl who brought me to the church, she was operating in some prophetic anointing. She was a 16-year-old girl. 16. I said, 16 years. How old are you? How old are you? There is no restraint when it comes to your sexuality. You express it anyhow. You cannot sense that you are in the midst of unbelievers. You can't sense that you must come out. How do we enjoy these blessings of holiness? Why? How can we? You enjoy it. (laughs) Galatians, Sex, verse Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man soweth, that shall he reap. To flip it the other way around, it means you can never reap what you have not sown. You can never reap it. Anybody who attempts to reap what he has not sown is a thief, which you are anyway. How do you experience deliverance on Mount Zion? You, experience, you will experience holiness. You will experience deliverance if you will care to know and believe that what you are looking for to experience is a harvest. Deliverance is a harvest. Holiness doesn't just come. it is a harvest. It's a harvest. I, I will not talk about possessing your possessions. That one, you can't have a more direct harvest. I said, "Holiness, tell them about, holiness is a harvest. Say, so holiness is a harvest. Holiness is a harvest. harvest. Deliverance is a harvest. harvest. And Obadiah, can you clap your hands for Obadiah? He's a fine teacher. Fine teacher. Obadiah is the one who showed us how. Contrary to them. Some of them are not correct people in there. Look at me. I'm talking to you. Why right. are right. you looking to your left? I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. I'm not preaching. If you want preaching, come tomorrow morning. I'm talking to you. Obadiah is the one who taught us that to harvest deliverance, to harvest. Holiness to harvest possession possessing your possessions you must sow deliverance. You must sow it. Can you believe that on my phone I must have a the equivalent of about 500 gig of airtime. What what, what do you call it? Data. Do you say gig or what? Is it gigabyte? We we were born in the 40s. That's me. Look at me, just look at me, look at me. I have no appetite to watch pornography. And it's not because I'm over 50 years. You don't know who you are looking at. I want to say something you have two gig (laughs) your phone is always on airplane mode because you must save data So that in the night, you can relax and masturbate properly with Poluga. Two gig. Vodafone gig. Lift your two hands and say, Lord, have mercy on me. Say, Lord, I'm struggling. I'm suffering. Deliver me. And the answer to that prayer you prayed is with me. And I'm telling you, you can never harvest deliverance if you don't sow. So, at the end of his short prophetic message, he showed how to enjoy deliverance and holiness and possess your possessions. In verse 21, which is the last verse, he said, And saviors shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the Mount of Esau. And the kingdom is the Lord's. No. Shall be. So until saviors arise and arrive in Mount Zion. This kingdom is the devil's. As it is now. This kingdom is not the Lord's. There are too many hooks in the church for us to characterize this kingdom as God's kingdom. There are too many fornicating pastors. Too many worldly church leaders. The church is ravaged by carnality. How many have read your Bibles today? How many have read your Bibles today? This cannot be the church. And the kingdom shall be that is it is it is a conditional futuric. if only certain factors are in place then the kingdom shall be the kingdom cannot be the Lord as we are sitting here struggling to even attend church struggling to read your Bible struggling to pray. Today, I'm here to inform you that what you are looking for is a harvest you are forbidden to taste if you've not planted a seed. And the seed is that if you want deliverance, what do you do? You want rice, what do you do? You sow rice. You want deliverance, what do you do? You sow deliverance. You sow deliverance. So, the, The Living Bible says, For deliverers will come to Jerusalem with an agenda that they will go out and deliver people from their harassment. And as you are being delivered, as you are delivering others from their problems, you also are being delivered. as you go about delivering others, you will experience. I am not surprised that I have no appetite for pornography. I I have no appetite. You don't have any idea the life I was living as a 16-year-old, 15-year-old. I was solidly on pornography. Those days, we didn't have, there were no mobile phones, there were no iPads. You had to have the magazine. Hardcore! And I had them under my mattress. When I wake up, I just raise my mattress and pull out one for my quiet time. No, I'm just saying that you can't say that you've eaten too much pornography to be delivered. If I can be delivered, you can also be delivered. And how did I get delivered? I didn't get delivered by going for prayers. I didn't get delivered by going for people to lay their hands on me. I got delivered by sowing deliverance in the lives of thousands of people. Then comes my strength. For he died for all that they who live should no longer live unto themselves. I said he died for all that they who live. You cannot. You will never see deliverance. You will be a permanently abnormal fixture in the kingdom of God. So you rise up. I'm saying that evangelism is not something to fill a church. What are you talking about? To fill with church. What have you done? To fill with church. If God wants to fill this church with the students in the hostel, all he has to do is to give them a nightmare on Sunday morning at 4.30 a.m. By 6 a.m., they will be in their nightgowns, kneeling down here. That's as see if they wear nightgowns. <laughs> God doesn't need you to fill no church. If he sent you to go out, it's his way of delivering his will into your own life. And lo, I am with you always. Anyone here who doesn't have a direct relationship with the lifestyle of soul winning, as your private and personal living, is in danger of hell. It's in danger of hell. You will hardly make it. Because it is in meeting that girl and talking to her. Have you, uh, about about this university campus, Don't you know that it is when you have discussion groups and you share the discussion groups, then your understanding of the subject gets deeper. Hello, 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 hello. Share. By sharing. By what? Sharing, not sharing. 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 Your silence will cost you more than you ever is Death and life are in the power of the tank. Go out there and sow life so that you can reap life. The deliverers who are looking for deliverance on Mount Zion must themselves be deliverers. So he ends by showing us how to enjoy deliverance. Some of you standing here, God brought you into this kingdom so that you will look nothing like your cousins but that is exactly the life you are headed for now now maybe tomorrow i will teach you that god doesn't have a special interest in everybody he has never had an interest in everybody that for god so loved the world john 3:16 it means something very different you don't understood That for God so loved the world John 3.16 means something You've not understood God doesn't have an interest in everybody He has never had an But when he was moving his his Israelites from Egypt There were other slaves in other nations He was interested In his people You are here because God is Interested in you so I thought that Jesus even came to the world. But apparently, he didn't come to the world. He came to his own. It is when his own didn't receive him, they, they, they bound him. That is how you and I are born again. But he didn't come to the world. He came to his own. And his own received him not. So as many Ghanaians as received him, he gave the power to come to his He was bounced. God doesn't save everybody. Get it right. You are here because he has chosen you. He chooses, you know. He chooses. He doesn't gather everybody. He chooses. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causes to approach unto thee. Madazunama. Madazunama. Gadababa, gadababa. I said, God chooses. You can be in 40 classmates among them. God will select only you and bless you. Ah, but Abraham was in his house with his brothers and sisters. He came to him, you out. So if you are standing here, you are a very special person God is interested in. Don't disappoint God. Don't disappoint him. Don't disappoint God. He came to you and chose you. Can't you see that not everybody is here? Where are your sisters? Where are your classmates? Where are your neighbors? Can't you? Are you not intelligent enough to know that not everybody is here? If you are here, it means God, the creator of the heavens and the earth has a special interest in you to beautify you. That's why he said, the power and the glory. For thine is the kingdom. And the power and the, he has the glory. He wants to share that glory. He wants to beautify your life. He does not want you to be like your aunties. Some of you are, and the the path you are on is the path your auntie took. For which reason she ended up with three children, with five fathers. Now, when you stand like that, it means that you are forcing me to end the message. And I I don't like it. What do you want? Deliverance? That's what he also wants for you. What do you want? Holiness? Say, be ye holy. Even as I am holy. Possessing the possessions, the silver and the gold and the cattle on the thousand hills. What you want is exactly what he wants for you. But you will never have it. You will be in your room masturbating with pornography till you come to your senses, That until you live your life for others. You are not permitted to experience. So he said, there shall be deliverance. There shall be deliverance. There shall be deliverance on Mount Zion. And how will that deliverance come? When deliverance arise. In the touch and the sword, Archbishop was reminding me this afternoon. There was this girl who had the horse. And she met a guy. Yes. And the guy didn't know how to ride the horse. And she also couldn't ride. So the guy asked the girl, this is rejoiner, touch and the sword. I wish you had read that than to spend four hours on pornography. You would you have understood what I'm saying better. The guy wanted to learn. The girl who had the horse couldn't ride. And the guy wanted to learn. So he asked the girl, how can I learn how to ride this horse? Archbishop, what was that lady's answer? Please listen to me. Please. Your Highness. And she said, you will learn by teaching me. Can you please say it again? There are some dull ones who didn't get it. The, the girl didn't know how to ride the horse she had. And the man was then asking her, how are you going to use this horse?" And she said, you will learn how to ride the horse by teaching me. So... Yes, and I now I now can see that you are bright. You understand what you say. You are bright. You will learn how to ride the horse by what? Teaching. So it is in teaching someone horse riding. That you become good at horse riding. It is in teaching someone deliverance. It's in helping someone understand the word of God that you become a master. I cannot swear. I'm forbidden to swear. I've sworn that evangelism has every answer you need. Because it affords you the opportunity to go out sowing seeds. Psalm 1 to the verse 6 He that goeth forth and weepeth. And and that is why, can you sit down, otherwise I'll stop preaching. That is why many of you are not involved in evangelism. Two reasons. Because you think it's something the church is using you to do. And the second reason is that you are a lazy cocoon. (laughs) A lazy cocky. Not only are you a lazy drone, you, are, you, have, you have an uncanny predilection for excitement and comfort. And neither of them is afforded by evangelism. Evangelism time is weeping time. <laughs> and uh, you, you don't want to weep. You are into Pleasures and comforts and conveniences. None of these are afforded by evangelism. Evangelism is for those who are ready to weep. It's for those who are ready to bear pain. But that is only short term. You go out Weeping, by the time you are coming back, you cannot weep twice. Nahum says, affliction shall not occur twice. So your weeping as you were going will be the only weeping you will weep. By the time you are coming back, hold it right there, it will become a time of rejoicing. He that goeth forth and weepeth shall come again. Rejoice. Personally, if I know any man who wants to marry you, I'll advise him not to come one kilometer close to you because you are a bag of depression. He is only going to marry a witch who will control him with her moods. Boys are depressed Girls are depressed Husbands are depressed Wives Are sorrowing Young boys Want to commit suicide Because the joy That is your rightful possession Is a harvest that comes Only when you go out And sow With weeping Anybody here Who wants to weep is in good company. Anyone here who is comfortable with tears will have a good life. A good marriage. Hey. Want to rejoice in your marriage? You want this man who saw you as a pretty girl some years back, to still stay marrying you? Your house, your house, your home, your bedroom, your bed, your sofa, your kitchen table will be places of excitement. Kitchen floor, bathroom floor, bathtub, garage, the back seat of your car. Go out. Go out. Go
4: out. Go out.
2: Go out. Go out. out. This man will not like you because there is gold on your nose. Your gold is on your nose. He will meet a girl with the gold somewhere. Dress well to win your husband's heart. Go and minister deliverance there. Go. Tell everybody, go. It's urgent. Go. Let me tell you what you can go and sew. Look at it. It's here. Where is it? book, you must have it. Because this book shows you the seeds you must sow for you to harvest what you want. Everything you want for yourself is here. I've just opened one chapter. It's the gospel the Great Commission according to Luke. This one has the things in this chapter. I have checked. They are exactly the things you need. For instance, Can I check? Can I tell you one of them? It says that the Great Commission is a commission according to Luke. Let me read it. Let me read it. Go to Luke 24 45. Luke 24 45. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Verse 46. And said to them, thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. 47. And that repentance. Oh, I, I, I need to go and sleep. Repentance and remission of sins should be preached. This is the great commission, according to Luke. What should be preached? And what? Are you therefore surprised that it is difficult for you to repent from your worldly ways? Because the repentance you need is the repentance that will come after you go to preach repentance to someone. So there are boys here. Everything in their past is intact in their current life. The only change is the church attendance they have added, characterized by dancing, video filming, playing of instruments. My dear friend, there is no heaven without repentance. Repenting means making a U-turn. Repentance is what? And you must go and help someone to turn around. It is in helping someone to turn around that you too will turn. You won't help anyone to turn around. You will never turn around. You will sit in the church on the front seat with your wife and two girlfriends and enter hell because you, never, you cannot harvest when you've not planted. And that repentance must be what? What? priest. It is Luke 8, 11. The seed is the word. So when you preach the word of repentance, you are planting a what? A seed. And when you plant a seed of repentance, you harvest strength to say no, no. No. I cannot sleep with you anymore. No, 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 no. That, that life is over. I'm not no no no, we can't. No. I should attend the party. Then you don't know what you're talking about. I should attend the party on Sunday afternoon. Then ask me again to tell you who I am now. Is it that confidence with, with, with which I'm talking? You can only talk that way. When you are a practitioner of helping someone not to attend Sunday afternoon pool parties. When you are a practitioner of helping someone to say no to a girl, to say no to a boy. Until you are actively doing that, you will never be permitted to enjoy your own deliverance.
4: Upon Mount Zion there shall be
2: deliverance. I thought remission of sins happened spontaneously because Jesus Christ died and his blood washes our sins. But apparently it should be preached. (laughs) That is, if you don't preach remission of sins, redemption of your sins, redemption of your soul, if you don't preach the gospel of the washing away of your sins. If you don't preach it, you also will never enjoy the washing of your sins. The appetite for the things you used to do will still be intact. There are girls here who will successfully marry in this Ayodiyah and never break away from their old boyfriend. You will remember me standing here and speaking. Here, here. Look, look at me here. I'm talking now. Look at me. I'm talking. I said, you will remember that I stood here and said, In this church, there are girls here who will successfully marry. And two years into their marriage, will be burdened with their former boyfriends. Here, stand why? You never had any interest in sowing remission of sins to someone. Therefore, there will be nothing like a remission of sins for you. Your old sinful practices will only perpetuate itself as cyclical occurrences comes and goes. You dry it out and it comes back. You don't want to help a girl on drugs. So your drug past will surface 10 years after getting born again. You see what is happening now in the world? It should frighten you. It should frighten you to think that Exactly what happened in 1944 is happening today. After all, UN, UNHCR, sign of this, NATO, and all that, that should tell you that life exists in cycles. Nothing that exists and must exist again will be prevented by any force on earth except the force of the word of God actively practiced. <laughs> Can you believe it that in the 21st century a country can invade another country and the whole world is watching? Can you believe it? I would never. Anyone who died before this year will not believe it when he resurrects and he's told that a country invaded another nation with United Nations Security Council. In fact, that the day he invaded ukraine that the 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 hour he entered the eastern part of ukraine was the very moment the security council was sitting now i'm not here to talk no politics all i'm saying is that your past can appear again (laughs) so so when a girl comes and says Praise the Lord. Let's thank the Lord for the life of ES Joy. Clap your hands for ES Joy. I used to be a very bad girl. Hey, me. Hey. You know, someday I, I had sex with four men at the same time. Yeah. But praise the Lord, since I met ES Joy,
4: me But
2: the grace of God today. I don't have any appetites for men anymore. Church, can you believe it? For the past two years, I've never had sex. Praise the Lord. God is good. Today, I want to say that if you are here, be serious with the Lord. Hmm. As I'm talking, I feel like crying. I cannot believe it that me, I can't. I didn't even really know I could live for one month without having sex. God bless you. When you see such a girl be afraid of marrying her because it will come again it's four years. Cycles. Say cycle. Cycles. Say cycles. cycles. And that cycle will be broken by a perpetual lifestyle of sowing remission of sins. We block evil, we spave on Evangelism is an embankment that you raise in your life. Some of us would have had no chance in this kingdom. You don't have any idea where we've been. But I can tell you, I have never had the history of addiction to pornography in this my work in this kingdom. That's what happened. It's only once I was in England, it was a beautiful summer afternoon, and I was watching ITN, the news, and there was a a break, and there was an advert, and I will not lie to you, something, as I watched golden brown crystals of curling black label, sweating, I licked my lips, I will not lie to you. It was in London. I felt like going down to the shop. I had just been born again. I felt like going down to the off-license to get something. It was such, I don't know what happened. It, It was a juicy moment for me. But by the grace of God, I never went down why because from the word go I've always lived a life of helping people turn away from their sins are you surprised that the bible doesn't mean anything to you it's when you want to sleep that you read the Bible. Yes? yes. The Word of God has no impact on your life. Are you, are you surprised that the Word of God has no impact on you? Because you are not helping someone to understand the Bible. But as for me, when I take the Bible, it's even difficult to have my quiet time these Because the revelations gush out like oil, from the rocks of an oil field it gashes out i need to manage my thoughts to stay afloat last year march april and may i was in just one chapter of first kings three months one chapter i couldn't leave it i couldn't why because, because I'm intelligent, not so. Because I'm a lawyer, not so. Because I'm good at English, not so. No. Because my life is spent preaching the word of God, breaking it down for people to understand. In fact, in fact, the first point in this book, the gospel according to Luke, is that it says the, the, the Great Commission is a commission to open the understanding of people were sent out there to open the understanding of people. So I'm not surprised that you don't understand the word of God. Because you have not planted the seeds of helping someone. Bishop says that Sister Betty sat him down. Opened a quiet time book. Opened the Bible. And taught him how to have his quiet time. Hello! Have you done this before since you got born again? Have you sat with somebody? Bible on the left, quiet time book on the right. Have you? It is the word of God you understand that helps you to stand. If you don't understand, you can't stand. That's why many of you standing here are fallen Christians. Floundering in your Christian experience. No power to say no. No power to advance. The word of God, which is your lifeline, has, has become a strange entity. You have no... You are sitting here without any relationship with the Word of God, the Bible you are using is your aunt's engagement Bible. You think I'm joking? Some of you have not, you are yet to spend money to buy a Bible. You have no respect for the Word of God. You have no respect for the Word of God. Therefore, you will not be able to stand, as a Christian. Because it is understanding that makes you stand. Butter and honey shall he eat that he may know how to refuse the evil and choose the good. Butter and honey shall he eat. Isaiah 7, verse 15. That he may know how to do what? How to do what? But, but you are not serving people with butter and honey. How can you eat butter and honey? It is the butter and honey you sow that becomes the butter and honey you eat. If you will not teach people to eat butter and honey, you will never be able to enjoy butter and honey. Therefore you will be confused. You will call good evil and evil good till you die and descend into the abyss of hell butter and honey. What is honey? Honey is the word of God. Honey is the word of God. Ezekiel 33. Ezekiel 33. says, said, son of man, take the scroll and eat it. And fill your belly with this scroll. And he said, I did eat it. And it was in my mouth as honey Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 3. It was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. And the uh, laptop is frozen. Yes. Because if the laptop was used only for scripture projection, it will never freeze. (laughs) Hello? Hello? I said, if the church laptop, unless it's not for the church, church somebody's personal laptop. Yes. You can imagine what it is being used for. He said, cause thy belly to eat and fill thy bowels. I, I ate it. I ate it. And it tasted as sweet as honey. The scroll is the word of God. I did eat it. He said, fill thy bowels with this roll. That's the the word of God. Those days, it wasn't in books. It was scrolled. Rolls of scroll. And he ate it. (laughs) Ezekiel. That's Ezekiel. Go back to Ezekiel, you see. He was a teacher of the word. You can never enjoy the honey of the Bible if you are not someone teaching others how to eat the honey. So, so, so the preacher said, My son, eat thou honey. For it is good. Eat honey. It is good. But how can you eat honey? Have you ever taught somebody how to have a quieter before? Are you in the church? Yes, nobody is in the church. Which church are you in? Have you ever taught somebody Quiet time book on the left, Bible on the right. You read this and you ask yourself these questions: How does this verse apply to me? What is this verse saying to me? You prayed Psalm one one nine and you ask the Lord to open your eyes. Have you ever done this before? Are you therefore not surprised that reading the Bible is like chewing gravels as a Christian? You will never understand the word of God if you've not taught someone how to understand the word of God. My son, eat it. Eat thou honey. Because it is good. It's good. You know it is good, but you don't enjoy Many of you don't enjoy reading the Bible. Many of you don't enjoy it Because you see, majority of the content of the Bible is for people who are doing God's work. Yeah. God has very little time for fools. Very little, very little. There are just some scribblings here and there for some, you know, big things in the Bible are for those who are serving him. His mind is with those who are serving him. So he says, I will show you a difference. Between those who say, and those who say. my son eat that. I'm saying to you that I'm explaining to you why it is difficult for you to even stop living in sin. Because that life you need to live is a seed you must sow into somebody's life. If you are not sowing that seed, you will never live that life. You will never have what you've not given. Never. It's not a biblical principle. Butter and honey. That's what butter. We don't talk about it. Because we all know that butter is fat from milk. Hello? Fat from milk. And the word of God is the sincere milk. One bitter two, And the fat from it is the books. The mess, like, you are listening now to butter. Processed milk. I said, processed milk. That's what you are listening to now. I didn't come to read verses to you. I came to take scriptures and break them down. Otherwise, why do you think you are standing on your feet? How many times have I told you not to stand on your feet and you are still standing? The butter. the butter. Salted
3: butter.
2: I said, What? salted butter. I've told you, sit down. You are disturbing the preaching. You are still standing. But when we put you here, will we even remain in this hall? My son, eat thou honey, for it is good. But you will never be allowed to eat honey and enjoy it. If you don't help people to eat honey, so this nonsense of doing ministry and calling it basm. nonsense, Bas people to church. is ministry. Then Accra Heart to follow Kumase organizers in ministry. Because they pass Kotoko Heart to supporters to Accra. How many of you are aware that people are passing in the stadium from regions? If Kotoko is playing Accra, are you aware that people are basing? one of my pastors in the church? He was passing from Legon. Yeah? If passing is ministry, then politicians are pastors. Like Reverend Aaron was saying, are you therefore surprised that when you burst, they don't stay? The day you pass is the day they came. If you leave them, so you will live in perpetuity of passing. But those who are taught to understand the word of God, those who are taught Those to whom the word of God is broken down and explained once a week, twice a week, till they themselves understand scriptures. Once you have been able to get them to understand, if you leave them, they will stand. Don't get the point I'm making. I said, if you help them to understand, you will not need to buzz them. Were you buzzed to church? Then you are not a correct Christian. Nobody who is buzzed to church is a normal Christian. Anybody who must be buzzed before he's in church. I was glad when they said to me. our feet shall stand within thy gates have you not seen that all your money is used for bathing? a third year university student look at the wig you are wearing third year this wig is worn by cocoon, you have no money because you, your idea of ministry, is putting people on buses. Well, well, well. Isaiah forty eleven says he shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather them, that are with young, and carry. So carrying people is biblical. But understand that basson cannot be the substance of your ministry. Help them to understand. It is in teaching people to understand that you yourself begin to develop an appetite for that same word. If they can understand you will not need to bring them to church. They will find their way. To church. And no one can understand. So, forgive my English. Because I'm borrowing from the King James Bible. Some man helps him. The Enoch asked Philip. Philip asked the Enoch. Understandest thou what thou readest? And the answer that you not gave, how can I accept some man? Some man. The laptop is frozen again. Accept some man. I'm saying that if ever somebody will understand the scriptures, it will be because you, the some man, went to hell to understand People don't just understand scriptures. People don't just understand scriptures. They are helped. What was the last time you helped someone? You are sitting in church with your shoulders. Foolish girl. Can you please, can you please ask your neighbor, when was the last time you helped someone to understand?
4: Ask her! Ask, ask her!
2: Can I? So the world out there in Aedia say they are waiting for some man to appear. <laughs> and that some man who appears there will also be the, the man who understands the word of God because the more you sow understanding, the more you yourself get understanding. And without understanding, you cannot stand. I came to say to you that on Mount Zion, there's deliverance. But the deliverance doesn't just come, it comes only when you rise up as a deliverer. As you deliver others, you enjoy your own deliverance. Rise your feet. there's no prayer topic whatever you want to pray pray it's freestyle if you want to sing sing I will never give you a prayer topic
4: if you have nothing to pray about, you can sit down and laugh. Pray. Pray the oh of
3: and the of
4: Believe us, let There shall be deliverance. Let holiness. Let let that He Let that be. He He Lord. He can Let that be. Let Let He brought mama. He Holy hands. Holy hands. He hath the power to possess, he the power to possess, hey, he hath possessed, 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 and the heart of the shall possess your possession. Lift up your eyes and pray. Father, deliver me. Father, deliver me. In my life, in my in my in in let that happen. Ah, Papa, 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 le Papa, le Papa, le Papa, 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 in that place, ah, yah, 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 That Ah, Lakayabah,
3: lakayabah, ah, badimos. Lakayabah, lakayabah, wey, sampaya, yepapa, yepapa, sampaya, sampaya, lakayabah, yepapa, yepapa, yepapa,
4: yepapa, 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 Rape of the day, 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 Rape of the day,
3: Rape of the day, Rape of the day, Rape of the day,
4: Rape of the day, The the Paddy Mother, the da Mother, the Paddy Mother, the Paddy
2: this is not one of the jokes. Ah. Your destiny is directly linked to your soul winning life. If you learned nothing today, hear this well. Soul winning is not a religious gimmick to fill churches. God doesn't need you. I'm praying, guys, you are very helpful to the church. But if that is all you are doing in the church yeah. you have yourself to blame God, this is not it, is not it. praying that all of us who are working in the church the things you do in the church should be your secondary responsibility Everyone should be a deliverer. Find someone and engineer the person's deliverance. Because what you call miracles are really not miracles. They are spontaneous. They are work. miracles are what? worked. How can you welcome can you can't open her blind eyes, but she can open her blind eyes. She's putting work that you have not put in. Deliverance is not spontaneous. This thing about people falling down and testifying that the evil spirits have come go out and work. Help someone. It may take three years. One year. Three months. Help a person to stop watching pornography. The help you give him will be help that you possess to help yourself. Help someone to break up with her boyfriend. As deliverance, and that help you give becomes your possession. Well, I don't know how many pastors are here. Maybe I'm not a good pastor. But each time I go and have a crusade, the following Sunday my attendance drops. So, crusade has never been something we do to grow churches. Reverend Bishop Oti taught us last year. Last year, I yeah. think. That when you go and sow a seed and witness to someone, that may not be the person who will follow you somebody else may follow you. Because there is one that soweth and another that reapeth. So the sower necessarily is not the reaper. Anybody who reaps a soul should bear in mind that you didn't cause that person. He said, I sent you to reap where you have bestowed no labor. man liberty and you have entered into the arrest so when you reap if ever you go out to witness and the person follows you to church and remains in the church never attribute the person's existence to you per se you went to reap where you bestowed no labor that work you did cannot be responsible for a person leaving the world to be in the church other man it is here I sent you to reap. so hearing is that saying true one soweth and another that's why I'm saying that going for outreach is not a gimmick to bring people to church you sow and walk away and another person goes. The person you will get to follow you to church next week. Is somebody Church of Pentecost people went to witness to and he didn't mind them. But the, the word became a seed in her heart. And it grew and bore fruits. At the time you were there to harvest, I sent you to reap that whereon ye bestowed no labor. So go. A person following you to church is not a validation of the power of the word you went to preach. I'll take it again. A person following you to church is not a validation of the power of the word you went to preach. It is a seed. To plant a tomato seed and stand there waiting for the fruit means you have a mental and psychiatric condition. Go. 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 go, It will take you three months to dry that guy out of pornography. But you can be sure if you can successfully dry him out of his pornography. You think you will fall into that trouble? I hope you're happy you came to church. Close your eyes, everyone. If you you are here tonight and you are not born again. You are in the church, but you came through the window. You've not encountered Jesus the Crucified. It means your existence here has no merit. Every eye closed in this huge cathedral and every head bowed. When you want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to meet Jesus the Crucified. I've been enjoying Jesus the Resurrected. I want Jesus the crucifer. If you are here and you want to be properly admitted into the kingdom of God lift your hand above your head. At the back yes. God bless you. That's, that's it. I'm not saying you are a prostitute. You are a thief. No. Just do it right. If you are in doubt do it right. Lift your. Hand. I can see your hand at the back. I can see. Pastor I'm in the church, but I'm not sure I came in right. I've been enjoying Jesus the resurrected. Jesus the good shepherd. And I don't ever remember coming to Jesus the crucified. Lift your hand high. I can see your hand. I see your hand. Lift it high. I see your hand. If your hand is up, yes, God bless you. If your hand is up, don't be shy. It's better to be sure that you are on the right path than to be pleasing men who cannot even help you anyway. If your hand is up, can you please meet me in front here? I want to meet you here. Right here. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. you. Clap. I see someone coming. I see somebody else coming. They are coming. Ah, they are coming. Look at that. They are coming. Come on for them. I'm waiting for you in front here.
4: standing at the back, I don't know where you are, I somewhere at the back, come to the front
2: Heavenly Father.
4: Heavenly Father.
2: I thank you for today.
4: I thank you for today. I
2: realized. I realized I didn't come in the right way. I didn't come in the right way. Today. Today. I'm setting the record straight. I'm setting the record straight. I'm receiving you. I'm receiving you. As the crucified Jesus. As the crucified Jesus. Lord help me. Lord help me. To be crucified as well. My sins, my sins, my past, my, past, my desires, my desires crucified, crucified, like Paul. Like Paul. Today, Today I, ask you, I ask you, please wash my sins, wash my sins. cleanse my sins, cleanse my sins. Give, me a brand new start. give me a brand new start, help me to stay with you, help me to, with help me to walk with you. Me to with you, help me to live for you. Help me to live for I you. thank you, I thank you for my salvation. For Salvation. I will not play with the salvation. I will not play with the salvation. I'll be serious. I will be established.
4: I will be established.
2: And I will grow. And I will grow. And go. And go. Say, I will grow. I will grow. And go. And go. I will grow. I will grow. By going. By going. Thank you. Thank you. For your plan for
4: me. For In me. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University or UB Accra. This and every weekend at 7.30 p.m. on Saturdays, as well as 7.30 a.m. and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.